Is that how we start the podcast? I don't remember. <laughs> it has been one uh, week since I looked at me. It's been like it feels like it's been like a really long time, but I feel like it's also it's only been like six weeks. I think it's been six weeks. I do think that's right, but it's also uh, if you look at it that way, it's kind of been like. 12 weeks because we would do two episodes a week yeah if you want to look at it like a psychopath i see um but it, it i agree it feels like it's been forever plus it was the, this is the tournament podcast i'm trent Dozier, she's nia d'amelio and baby we're back <laughs> um i also feel like it it feels like we've been gone for so long too because it was we broke right before the holidays mm-hmm. um or right before christmas i guess what, what we were like mid-december mm-hmm. and you know we traveled and then or you know i think most people traveled for that the december holidays mm-hmm. and then you and i also traveled in january yeah so yeah i just feel like yeah it feels like it's been way longer than it actually has yeah i don't know i don't know maybe the listeners feel differently well i do feel like this is good timing because last week i got like three or four people who were like, hey, are you guys coming back? So I feel like you guys are itching yeah. for us to return. And here we are. Yeah. And if you're someone who saw my brother Kyle wearing his tournament podcast sweatshirt in San Diego and you said, what's up with that? And now you're listening. This is what that is. So hey. thanks. Welcome. Now, unfortunately, uh, if you are new to the show, we aren't doing a tournament today. We're just doing a... We're doing an ease back in, and we'll start with yeah. a tournament tomorrow that we'll tell you all about. Uh, but no, we'll start with the tournament next week. I mean, next week, not yeah. tomorrow. Well, we wanted, speaking of tomorrow and whatever and days of the week, uh, one of the main things we wanted to jump back in is let everybody know the new schedule moving forward yeah. for the podcast in 2022. Yeah, well, this episode, we're going to talk about that and... Uh, some updates on old tournaments and then mm-hmm. things we want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. But first, the new schedule. It's going to be a real smorgasbord of information out here today. Yeah. Just a quick hey, a housekeeping yeah. episode. So as you all know, in 2021, the podcast premiered in March. Um, and then for 10 months, we did two episodes a week, I think, every week through December. Yeah. When we ended. Um and it was really fun and really rewarding, and we love doing this podcast. But also, uh, it was also it was also too much work. Uh, so we we are changing up the schedule. Mm-hmm. There is only going to be one episode a week instead of two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. And now we'll pause for the listeners to groan to themselves and be sad and curse the heavens and the tourney pod gods um so starting now um we are going to a monday only schedule so every monday there will be a new episode Mm -hmm. um alternating tournament reveal tournament results exactly so it does mean um that essentially we'll be basically doing alternating weeks of tournament no tournament because of what Nia just said. Uh, for example, <clears throat> next Monday, w- I'll say now, the tournament will be best winter Olympic sport. A callback to our best summer Olympic, or not sport, I guess, event is technically what it's termed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be starting with the best winter Olympic event next Monday. 
So it will work like this, and then for all future tournaments this year and probably for the rest of the lifetime of this podcast, the uh, uh, we'll do the reveal episode on Monday, and then the uh, everyone will vote all week as normal, and then the following Monday will be the results episode. And then from that Monday to that Monday, there basically won't be any activity from us because there won't be an active tournament. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll still post or whatever, but, uh, and then the following Monday, the new tournament will start. But, uh, regardless of how many seeds the tournament is, typically, if you were a follower of the podcast last year, you'll know that a 64 seed tournament would go Monday to Monday. Um, but this year, any seed tournament is going to go Monday to Monday. So if it's an eight seed tournament, that just means you'll have, you know, two or three days to get votes in, um, for those rounds Mm -hmm. um also the other big thing to note is uh we would typically close voting at midnight pacific um and every day yeah every day and we're going to change that to 10 p.m pacific um yeah yeah i don't know that i won't we can get to bed early (laughs) Yeah, there's gonna <laughs> there's gonna be a clear cutoff um, yeah. time for that. And we're also everything is gonna be clearly uh, written everywhere. So for the vote center for the week, um, everything's gonna be c- clearly laid out. Mm-hmm. What the uh, when you have uh, time to vote and all those things. And then um, something that we're gonna add is on the polls themselves. We're also going to say, you know, this poll closes at X time or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. what have you. Uh, so really, I, I, you know, I feel like most people got their votes in before midnight anyways. Um, so hopefully it won't really, the the voting time changes hopefully won't affect people too much, number one. And, and uh, number two, we're just going to do about, just because of the new release schedule, I think we'll do about half as many tournaments this year mm-hmm. as we got through last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it in terms of updates for how this year's going to go. Any other thoughts? No. Nia D'Amelio? No, I got no other thoughts. We appreciate <clears throat> you uh, coming along this journey with us. If you hate it, let us know. If you <laughs> like it, let us know. Uh, you know, we want to please the people. So yeah, we'll figure it out. As always... Send any feedback to any tournament podcast avenue, such as the tournament podcast at gmail.com or in our DMs on any of our social media, which is at the tourney pod on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the old tournaments, mm-hmm. here's what we got to let everybody know what's coming up uh, to start the year off. Um, as I said, we we're going to start with best winter Olympics event. That will be the first two weeks of February. Then the second two weeks of February will be the uh, best big screen Batman tournament. Because on March 4th, I believe is the date, the new Batman movie comes out. Mm -hmm. Starring a new Batman, old Bob Pattinson. Yeah. Bobby Patty. Yeah. I don't like the way he looks. In the Batman movie? Yeah, I don't like the way he looks as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's not convincing to me. Sure. It's, you don't like the way his Bruce Wayne looks. Right. So I haven't seen his Batman. Yeah. 
he's it's set in it's what's called a a year two story so it's his second year of being batman so he's like he's supposed to be kind of a younger batman you know Mm. still figuring it out and a younger bruce wayne still figuring out how to move in the world sans parents but as an adult yeah he just doesn't look very sophisticated no he looks like a whiny brat yeah i I agree (laughs) He's got like a very uh, emo haircut. Yes, uh, the haircut specifically. Yeah. Um, the following week, the first two weeks of March, we are still determining what that's going to be. So stay tuned for that. But the last two weeks of March will be uh, our classic, which Oscar Best Picture nominated movie is the best Oscar Best Picture nominated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't say that right, but everyone, uh, the words were correct. We had a problem with this last year as well. We still haven't figured it out <clears throat> how to say it. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of movies, but of course the nominees aren't out yet. So yeah, I think the I think nominees... we. If I had to guess, I'd say we we have probably seen three that are going to be nominated. What are the three you think we've seen? West Side Story. Yeah. Licorice Pizza. Oh yeah. And Being the Ricardos. Sure. I'm sure about those three. I think uh, Spencer is on the on the line of whether yeah, it gets nominated. Yeah, it's potentially. Or not. I feel like there's another one that I, I would say. I agree. I think those three are probably locks. Um, yeah, but we'll have more movies to watch. So yeah. you know. Uh, oh, and Trent saw Dune, but I haven't seen it, and that is that will be nominated. It's horrible what they're doing to Dune. Look at what they're doing with Dune. Um, and then from there on out, we um, don't have anything locked in yet, but of course. Uh, we have ideas and things we want to do. I think you should leave season two. I th- yes, I think you should leave season two. Uh, best Adam Sandler movie we've talked a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, best MCU property. Who knows when that's going to slide in. Best um, character from Friends. Oh, yeah. Um, best serial. That's for Natalie Kindler. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I love serial. Yeah, I know. Honey Nut Cheerios. (laughs) So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff. And, of course, if you have an idea, um, let us know. Yeah, please. I mean, any any director, best Christopher Nolan movie we've thought about, Mm -hmm. um, best Wes Anderson movie. Best Leonardo DiCaprio role. Yeah, best Leo. (laughs) Leo. Um, Quentin Tarantino, our boy, Uh QT. Our boy. Mm. My boy, QT. Yeah, I don't know if I would be in that. I've seen like one movie of Quentin Tarantino's. <laughs> yeah, but you love it. I've seen two movies. Once Upon a Time one. in Hollywood and Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. You didn't love Inglorious Bastards? No. I didn't love it. It was good. Inglorious Bastards is great. Okay. Let's continue. Say a vita shame to your Nazi ball sack. So now <clears throat> we are going to talk about some of the tournaments from last year and give like updates, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think since you mentioned Licorice Pizza, yeah, let's start there. Yeah, we did our Paul Thomas Anderson movie tournament last year, um, and we finally got to see Licorice Pizza. Well, I'll say, you know, it was interesting. We timed the best PTA movie tournament around the release of Licorice Pizza. But unbeknownst to me, who was the one scheduling that tournament... <sighs> It, I scheduled it around the limited, the limited release. release date. So, so Licorice Pizza didn't come out for like another six weeks wide, wide release mm-hmm. uh, until after our tournament. So it took us forever to go see the movie. Um, 
because we never made it over to the one yeah. theater in we, Westwood. We could have gone yeah. to the theater in Westwood, but we just never did. Yeah. And we it wasn't for a lack of trying. We did try a couple times, and it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did see it. We finally saw it at our local AMC, our and, preferred AMC. Yes. Uh, Nicole Kidman's favorite theater. Yes. Um, we come to this place. Speaking of being the Ricardas, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> um and uh, yeah, look at what they're doing with Dune. There will be blood is still the best MVTA movie. Yeah, we both didn't. Um, it's we did sort of like cursory rankings in the car on the way back from the movie. Mm-hmm. And Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. Now there are nine movies. Licorice in the, Pizza in the PTA collection for both of us fell either in the bottom three or in six. Yeah, so like just above. Yeah, the bottom three. It's in the middle. Yeah, it's definitely not his best. It's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, it um, looked great. I thought, and like all the performances were good, but like, um, there are the obvious criticisms yeah. that are out there uh, about the age difference. Yes, between the twenty-seven-year-old uh, female lead and the fifteen-year-old male lead. But I think even if uh, they were appropriately aged, it still wouldn't have been. Uh, that great. Not yeah, a, not a lot happens in the movie. Yeah, it's like very winding, and I didn't know how much time was passing, and I didn't know what everybody's uh, motivations were. It just I, like wasn't that clear to me. Mm-hmm. Now that I have um, listened to some podcasts about it, and you know, done my own research, as they say. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I and I've thought about the movie since we've seen it. We did. We only saw it the one time. Um, you know what it kind of reminds me of is another movie that we just saw from a director who we will hopefully be putting into a tournament this year. Uh, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Oh, the difference I would say is uh, both movies felt just kind of like here's this segment, here's this segment, here's this segment. The difference was Licorice Pizza, the same characters are yes. in every vignette. And I believe I said to you, after we got out of the theater, and you disagreed with me immediately, but I wonder if you would change your tune now. <laughs> I remember saying to you that it reminded me of Magnolia, because Magnolia is like that. But it follows like 20 different characters, whereas yeah. this one just follows basically two in like a billion different moments yeah i don't know if i would still disagree with you but i would need to rewatch magnolia to fully agree with you but magnolia is good i definitely liked magnolia more than i more liked than licorice, licorice pizza. pizza yeah there were yeah the majority of uh paul's films i like more than licorice pizza sadly but yeah something cool was that uh we had to get tennis shoes before a trip that we went on, uh-huh. good segue, and it, uh, where we got where we got the tennis shoes was right next to a licorice pizza. Yeah, can you? So originally in the um, in the uh, what am I thinking? Pre-production phase, mm-hmm. the film's working title was Soggy Bottom, which of course, if you've seen the movie, is the name of the waterbed, waterbed brand. Yeah, that Gary starts. Uh, and so for a long time, the working title was Soggy Bottom, but in the end. They changed it, uh, PTA, I should say, not they, he specifically. There was no group decision. It was a PTA choice. (laughs) Changed it, the title of the movie, to Licorice Pizza. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, there is no mention of licorice. There's no mention of pizza. And there's certainly no mention of licorice pizza. But, Nia, you figured out why. Yes. You come tell us about why. Maybe that's why. Yes. So, 
the movie takes place in the San Fernando Valley, which is where we live. Mm, um, shout out to us. And there is an old record shop chain called Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we went, I think we were in like Atwater Village. Where were we? Uh, no, we were in Studio City. Yes, Studio and, City. And um, <clears throat> buying tennis shoes. And then as the old roadrunner, meet me. <laughs> on our way out, we were both like, oh, there's a Licorice Pizza. So there are... There's at least one. I think there's a couple. Um, But one does exist. But yeah, it's just a record store. And I I guess it's like sort of a, you know, sort of a staple of the San Fernando Valley. Uh, Just like like PTA. Yes, just like PTA. He born and raised here. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can, I'm sure you listening could think of anything in your your hometown that's like specific to your hometown. So. Uh, that's why it's called that in case anyone was really confused. If I made a movie, I'll, I'll ask you the same question about, about Plum, but since I've already, I'm oh. thinking about it right now. If I made about a movie about Saratoga, that Can involved, I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Would it be Jake's Pizza? It would be called Jake's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Plum, I would probably, uh, wow, I can't wait for all the Plum people to text me about this i think i would name my plum movie nesbit lanes which is which is a bowling alley and to that i would say mrs (laughs) nesbit that's like the quintessential plum location for me is Mm -hmm. nesbit's lanes and that's the quintessential buzz lightyear character for me yeah mrs Mrs. nesbit Nesbit. yeah when buzz character does his uh snl audition (laughs) his five minutes of solo characters my favorite is mrs nesbit um yeah, okay. So, uh, but to go back to my very good segue. Right. We were buying tennis shoes, and it turns out I only bought tennis shoes. Trent didn't buy new shoes. But... I didn't like the selection at this uh, Studio City Roadrunner. Okay, burn. Um, I'm picky. The reason that we bought new tennis shoes is because I wanted new tennis shoes for our trip to... dun 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 Disney World! Walt Disney World. So we went to Walt Disney World at the beginning of January. Trent had never been there. Mm-hmm. And so we thought that we would revisit our Disney World tournament yeah, to see if Trent's uh, opinions on some of the <laughs> rides had changed. Um, we, of course, went with my brother and sister-in-law. Um, Former guests of the podcast, Michael and Kelsey, who were on the Best Walt Disney World ride episodes. Yes. Uh so yeah, I think uh, you know a lot of there is a lot of overlap between Disneyland, California Adventure, and mm-hmm. Disney World, but some of this stuff is not the same. Yeah, things were different for sure. But I, I mean, I've said this, I said this to you, and I said this there, and I have mentioned this to a couple different people since I got back. But it's just like if you have been to one but not the other, I'm sure you and your parents felt this when we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It is just like ever so slightly off-putting. Once you walk in and you're like, this looks correct, Mm -hmm. but it also doesn't. Mm -hmm. And just the slightest things, just in the general presentation, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's also like that Disney magic is, you know, uh, evergreen. It doesn't matter what park you're at. Yeah. Because they all look the same. They all look similar, but there were, like, in terms of areas, mm-hmm. um, I'll say that, like, Galaxy's Edge in Disney World is, like, three times the size 
that it is in Disneyland. Everything in Disney World was like three to five times the size of what they are here. But I, which I knew, but I had never been to Galaxy's Edge in Disney World. So uh, there was like new stuff um, that's not in Disneyland if you've been there. Uh, but you know what? I said this to Trent as we were, we were standing in Fantasyland in <clears throat> Walt Disney World. And I said to Trent, there's nothing like Fantasyland in Disneyland. You can't be fan- Disneyland Fantasyland. Yeah, I we we weren't at the any of the parks at night. Any of the we, you know we were there for a week, except for the last night we were there. We we closed down mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we like got on the. <clears throat> honestly, it was really cool. We had dinner at the Contemporary, mm-hmm. then took the monorail back. The park closed at nine. We got in at eight thirty. Yeah, ran. To I mean, the... we were. I think you, I forget who you said this between your mom and dad, but we were like. I think your mom said it. We were like salmon going upstream. Yes, because the there fireworks were had just ended. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people leaving, leaving uh, Magic Kingdom as we were arriving. We ran. We had a fast pass for uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, so we rode that. Then we ran over to Winnie the Pooh. No line road adventures with winnie the pooh mm-hmm. and then my dad was like let's do the carousel so we <laughs> ran to the carousel got in line mm-hmm. it went for a spin while we were in line and then the woman working there after the final spin of that ride went okay this is the last ride of the night so we literally got on mm-hmm. the last carousel ride of the night which was amazing like i never need to ride the carousel that's in a Certainly. billion different amusement parks but yeah. doing it Doing that was such a cool experience. Yeah, um, yeah it was great. I it mean, was great. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing like Fantasyland at night. There's nothing like any Disney park at night. Mm-hmm. It, they just, you know, they know what they're doing over there. I know, they do. Did you, but how did you feel? So, like, Seven Doors Mine Train was new to you. Yeah, it was cool. Um, both Avatar rides were new to you. Yeah, so the stuff that was new to me that I would say was, like, Worth it is not the right word because it was all worth it, but I'll say worth it just because I can't think of something right now. Um, <clears throat> was the Avatar one where you're on the on the Banshee flight of passage? Fly, Avatar flight of passage. That was like holy cow. That's a very cool ride. Um, and that whole area is really cool. That whole area is very cool. The Pandora section of Animal Kingdom is like very cool. The Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom is really incredible i mean it's like you would call that the castle of animal kingdom right the Mm -hmm. tree of life Mm -hmm. and i mean yeah it's it's awesome i mean it was all great it's all incredible now trent i'm curious how did you feel about dinosaur (laughs) and animal kingdom so i forget if we discussed this previously but the ride mechanism of dinosaur is exactly the same as the ride mechanism of Indiana Jones at um, Disneyland. Disneyland. Indiana Jones at Disneyland is one of my favorite rides. Um, There's also a giant snake at some point, which is scary to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Dinosaur, in terms of, like, the ride itself, like, the actual, like, how I felt during the ride and the the feeling in my body that the car was giving me Mm -hmm. was good and familiar. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy crap. The dinosaurs in Dinosaur are terrifying. One of the uh, one of the scaredest I've ever been on a ride is at Universal Studios here in L.A. They have a Jurassic Park water ride. Mm. And at the end, the T-Rex is kind of like right up in your face. And mm-hmm. that's horrifying to me. 
this dinosaurs like that, but like times a million. Yeah. It's just like the dinosaurs are everywhere always. Like I know the snake in Indiana Jones will be on the right side of the car. So I sit on the left side of the car to avoid the snake. There is a freaking what's the dinosaur? It's not a T-Rex, right? It's some type of. No, it's not. <clears throat> I know that the one you're trying to find is an iguanodon. Yeah, and we find it at the end. Spoiler alert. But I can't remember the name of the. Whatever the dinosaur sat, that's the chasing one. us is like he's on your left then he's on your right then he's on top of you and it's just like it's uh, it was horrifying i'm a coward so it it, it didn't help hey i <clears throat> like i knew that it was scary because i the last time i wrote it i remember thinking that final time you see it it's really scary yeah but what i forgot about dinosaur was that the whole thing is in the dark except for all of the dinosaurs that you see mm-hmm. and uh i had my eyes closed pretty much the whole time i hate that ride it scares <laughs> the life out of me i i will never go on it again yeah um dinosaur in our in our tournament in the animal kingdom region avatar flight of passage lost to dinosaur wrong um and it certainly shouldn't have <clears throat> now that i've experienced both rides um also the number one seed in Animal Kingdom in our tournament was Expedition Everest, which, which we closed, did not get to ride. It closed, it closed like three days before yeah. we got there, which was really awful. Um, but just really quickly, we went to Hollywood Studios and Trent got to ride the rock and roller coaster. Yeah. We rode it twice. It was so fun. And um, for those of you who don't live in L.A. but have been on the rock and roller coaster before, it is so L.A. in a way that you wouldn't know unless you lived here. Yeah. Um, all of the signs are like very specific to LA. Mm-hmm. The donut that you go through, it it while fun to anyone. Yeah. Like what you need to understand is that there's a donut store on every corner in LA. Yeah. So um that was really fun to be on it having lived in LA. And then the other thing that I wanted to say uh-huh. was that I, we were so excited to ride the Tower of Terror. Yes. Because it's still the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Yes. As if you may not know, in California Adventure here in Disney or California Adventure is its own park across from Disneyland. I meant to say California Adventure here in California. Mm-hmm. California. <clears throat> California. Uh they have updated the Tower of Terror. It used to be the original Tower of Terror, but now it is a Guardians of the Galaxy themed ride called Guardians of the Galaxy Mission, Mission Breakout. Breakout. And uh, we know from having Disney Plus that <laughs> when they changed it to the Guardians of the Galaxy overlay, uh, they changed the actual mechanism of the drops. Yeah. And we kind of, we rode the Tower of Terror in Disney World and walked off and we both were kind of like, we think that Guardians of the Galaxy might be better. Like, mm-hmm. the the drops themselves. Uh-huh. Um, which I was not expecting. Yeah. But that was really interesting to yeah. see. It's also, I'm, yeah, I know you and I have talked about this, so I won't get too into the weeds. I don't know if we've talked about it on a podcast at some point or not, but the, the ride mechanism of the Tower of Terror in Florida is mm-hmm. different than it was and is in California. Mm-hmm. And it's it is a little bit of a different experience. It is. So, that's cool. Yes. Um also we got to ride in um speaking of Hollywood Studios, we got to ride the new Minnie and Mickey's Oh, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah. Yes, which we neither of us had been on. <laughs> it was everybody's first time. Yes, my whole family. All six of us. It was uh crazy. Yeah. It was really interesting. Mhm. Um, now, 
what before you before you finish your thought, another new ride that no one had been on was Remy's Ratatouille, Ratatouille Adventure. Adventure is that what the ride's mm-hmm. called? That's mm-hmm. an Epcot, and they were very similar. Similar. Which which of the two did you enjoy better? Well, we did Remy twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael and Kelsey did Mickey and Minnie twice, though. So. Yes, they like they like those. I think I think I liked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway better. Oh. Um, yeah. Would I, you disagree? Yeah, I would. I, I preferred Ratatouille. I enjoyed both of them, but I I think I prefer Ratatouille to Mickey yeah. and Minnie's. There's a part in Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway where you're in a dance class that I just never in one million years would have expected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the whole thing was just uh, crazy to me. I think they I think they did a really good job with it and. Of course, the tough part about it is that uh, it took away the Great Movie Ride, which is like mm-hmm. it, neither of those rides will ever be as good as the Great Movie Ride. So that sucks. But, um, you know, it was good. I don't know. Both were good. Both were similar, like Trent said. Um, yeah. I don't know. Pound for pound, coast to coast, the answer remains the same. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is the best ride. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. It was great. Still great. It's incredible. Yeah. If you haven't been on it, I think I would say to me, it's worth the price of admission. Mm-hmm. And Smuggler's Run is not. Yeah. <laughs> Simply. Simply not. Um, the last thing I think I would touch on is uh, Test Track. Oh, yeah. I like Test Track. It seemed like Test Track got a lot of crap from everybody before the trip, but after we all went on Test Track, all six of us did go on Test Track. Mm -hmm. I think we all like Test Track, so I think we'll be going on it again in the future. Yeah. What about uh, you mentioning Test Track, though, reminds me of a ride right next to Test Track, (laughs) Mission Space. Uh Um, Where Nia thought she was going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. Before I got on it, because two people have died on that ride. And then while we were maybe four seconds into the ride, and we did the intense version. There are two versions. Mm -hmm. Um, We did the more intense version literally during liftoff. It simulates you being in a spaceship. So during liftoff, I I knew immediately. I was like... I might throw up. I might pass out. Like, I felt instantly bad. And so I started to breathe. (laughs) There's no other ride that I am aware of in in the world where they provide barf bags for you on the actual ride itself. Except for... (laughs) Except for Mission Space. And the craziest thing was, like, uh, they're there. Like, there's two barf bag things, like, in the ride. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, we all had masks on because it was COVID. So it's like... To do to barf now in Mission Space would mean you'd have to rip off your mask, grab a bag, and yeah. then barf in it. It was it was horrible. I felt so sick, and like I don't get sick from rides. Yeah, but you get sick sitting in the back of a car. I do, I do. And I think Mission Space is not like a roller coaster. It's like I get. Uh, well, I was like gonna a, say it's, it's closer a, to sitting in the back of a car than a It's definitely like a simulator ride, and no mm-hmm. other simulator ride makes me mm. sick. Like Star Tours, which we didn't even go on, because um, yeah. everyone had done it and nobody wanted to do it. Uh, Been there, done that. But man, I just couldn't. I could not hang. I won't yeah. be doing it again. I, I, as I've said to you, if someone else wants to go on it, I'll go on it. But if I'm there with a group of people who 100 percent of them don't want to go on it again, I won't be like, well, darn. Yeah. Yeah. It. 
And don't do it to yourself. Yeah. Or maybe do the less intense version. I don't know. Gary Sinise is no longer in it. That's how long it's been since I had written it. So. <laughs> it's t- It was tough. Um, any uh, any other past tournaments you want to touch on? Walt Disney World was great. I loved it. Okay. That's my final <laughs> review. Can't wait to go back. Um. Uh, you know, when we were in Disney World, I found out that Bob Saget had died, which was oh my gosh, which was really devastating. I cried all night long, and um, you know, we did a Full House character tournament, mm-hmm. and he was three on my list of favorite Full House characters, Danny Tanner. So, mm-hmm. um, shout out to my boy <laughs> Bob Saget. Yes, really devastating loss for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still been affecting the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's all that I can think of. That's all I can think of, too. Um, oh, actually, there was one other thing I wanted to say. On our last episode of the year last year, when we did all of our uh, shout-outs to guests of the podcast, mm-hmm. we did uh, – this was an oversight on my end. We forgot to shout-out the Thanksgiving re- results episode. Oh, my whole family. Aunt Joanne, Sam, Sam Alec, Alec Maria, Maria, and my brother. Big Daddy Mike. Yeah. And Kelsey, I think, was there, but I don't think she said much. So shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Until next year. Or I guess this year at yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's 2022. We're here. Mm-hmm. It is uh, January 31st when you're able to listen to this i don't know when you're listening to this but you are able to listen to this mm-hmm. on the last day of january that's crazy it's already we're here 2022 mm-hmm. um okay i think that's it we'll be back on monday to reveal the bracket for our first tournament of the year which winter olympics event is the best winter olympics event and of course this upcoming friday february 4th is when the winter olympics officially kick off mm-hmm. so Tune in. Tune in. Or tune out. It's your prerogative. Maybe watch Miracle before you you watch the Winter Olympics. Okay. Like a no, no, no. We need to get out before you do it. Um, anyway. Mess. Um, thanks for listening to this journey. I'm Please don't do United it. States I'm asking nicely. Um, thanks for joining us on this journey called tourney even though it wasn't really a tourney this week it will be a tourney next week and remember may the thing with the most votes win thanks for listening to the tournament podcast please like subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you listen five star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at the tourney pod you can email us at the tournament podcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at the tridentnetwork.com slash the dash tourney dash pod the tournament podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The tournament podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our first bracket of the year. Which Winter Olympic event is the best Winter Olympic event?